0: Are there things that you've done in your past that have left you with an overwhelming sense of regret, shame, or guilt? Maybe you now believe you're a bad person for what you did or have done and that you now find it so hard to forgive yourself and don't believe that you deserve forgiveness. Well, in this video, we're going to be talking about the Wu Wei wisdom spiritual teaching on self-forgiveness and learning acceptance for what we have done in the past and how you can release debilitating red light feelings of regret, shame and guilt so you can finally make peace with yourself and your past. Okay, David. So if we've done something that we consider was wrong, bad, a mistake in the past that we can't undo, it's like there's no answer. There's no resolution. It becomes like an internal torture within us that we can't resolve this conundrum. And this is why people struggle so much to let go of what they've done to forgive themselves, because so many times we hear we have to learn self-forgiveness, but it becomes it's almost like an impossible task. How do we find our way through this?
1: Oh, Crocky, you covered a lot of <laughs> subjects there, <laughs> so we we have to cut that down uh, a, a little bit. Um, so the first thing, if we've done things that we regret in the past, yeah. well, hello world, that's everyone, haven't we? There is not one person sitting out there listening to this. They can't look back on their life and think that they hadn't wished they hadn't. I certainly can look back on mistakes that I now wish I had treated or dealt with in, in a dif- in a different way. But that's life. That's who we are as human beings. You see, I do not think it's bad to get things wrong. As long as you learn the lesson. This is why we call this series life lessons. Because if you do not learn the lesson, guess what happens? You just repeat them. They go round and around and around again. And to the best of my ability, I will not never make the same mistake twice. Mm. Can't promise you, of course, because I'm not, I'm human, but I will tell you I am very focused on the misunderstandings and the things that I got wrong yeah. and to make sure to the best of my ability that will not happen again but to emphasize every human being. We only learn by making mistakes. So you can't sit there and say, I've never made a mistake, because that would not be right. We all make mistakes. So the spiritual lesson, the Wu Wei lesson is, have you learned from the mistake?
0: Yeah, I think. And so these mistakes or misjudgments or errors or whatever you want to call, they could be Something relatively mild or something quite serious, but the point is, on on everything on the spectrum, there is always a life lesson to learn. Absolutely. Even if what we did was done intentionally, and for some people, perhaps knew that what they were doing at the time wasn't wasn't the right thing to do, but yet and yet they still did it. Even so can in, i just speak yeah, on that because yeah. that's
1: very important. Because that's what I call the justification. So if you're doing something yeah. and you may be doing it now that you know is incorrect and yeah. not right for you, whatever we're going to call not authentic, it, not authentic, not whatever word, yeah. because I know everybody, oh, there's no no and all like that. We're trying to get to that misjudgment. Then there will be a justification that you're offering yourself. To enable you to do that, and that's at where that you learn. In time, that's yeah. where you learn the life lesson. So,
0: if you reflect back and and see that, you know the 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 reasons I gave at the time for doing what I did to myself, to myself, and potentially to other people, that that's where the lesson is, because Absolutely. actually they weren't authentic, they weren't truthful, they weren't infused with integrity,
1: and that goes against.
0: The Shen contract, the spiritual contract, which we've talked in another video and I could put a link above to that. But basically what that is, is what I did at that time wasn't following my higher self. It wasn't following my, my spiritual truth. It wasn't following my higher authentic self. It was following my human centered mind, my ego, my inner child. Demands, desires, fears—it's not
1: fair. You yeah. deserve it. They—they they deserve to get their own back. It doesn't matter what other people think. You—you—you you, you know, the human-centered mind will give you all of these justifications, and that really is the deeper lesson there. If you look back at those, whatever we're going to call them—misjudgments, mistakes, wrongdoings, whatever you want to call them. Acknowledge those first, very important, very very important. What I did
0: was wrong. And
1: accept that. I could
0: have done better.
1: Accept that. Yeah. Then the real lesson, this is where only you can do this or working with someone, why did I justify that to myself? What were the excuses, if you prefer that word? Because that's what you have to learn. Because if you do not learn that, you are kind of allowing your... human-centered mind, and inner child to be in control of your life, and then you're the victim.
0: Well, David, what what, what I think you're doing is if you don't go back and – because we can – the problem with this is when people say, you know, I've got this internal torture going on, I can't forgive myself, I can't forget the past, you're allowing the human-centered mind to berate you, the ego to constantly berate you and torture you with regret, feelings of guilt, shame, et cetera. But you're not, so you're spending all that time and energy thinking about what a bad person you are but you 're not actually learning the life lesson you 're just on you're just on this carousel, and so the chances are you will make the same mis- type of mistakes or errors or Absolutely. misjudgments or act inauthentically again in the future.
1: When I work with clients on this, what the image that I get is they 're like a puppet, a string puppet to their mind is making them dance because they they've made a misjudgment they've made a mistake whatever again. And then they, as you say, the human centered mind and the inner child berates them for making the mistake. And then they make it again. And then they make it again. And so they're almost addicted. They can't change it because they, they have, they create this feeling. And what I want to get to is what you said. It's very important. You use the word they're guilty. Mm. Uh, and it's very important. This is what I find with my clients working on these issues. <clears throat> when you use these, words guilty regret shame shame you've got to distinguish are you describing a feeling or are you giving yourself a belief now guilty in my experience a client would normally say i feel guilty Mm. no no you believe you're guilty and then you create a feeling which is
0: uncomfortable painful whatever and you call that feeling (laughs) guilty but the guilt lies in the belief. belief,
1: and that's where you've got to get to so
0: the belief being things like I did wrong, I hurt people, people <sighs> will never forgive me um I was such a bad person I should I should have been like this, but I was like that, so many people have been hurt. so all these embedded beliefs
1: create is what a feeling
0: we create the red light feeling, which we call guilt, but the problem is in the beliefs. The problem is in the beliefs because the beliefs are the beliefs are basically you being extremely hard on yourself, demanding, not not allowing yourself the opportunity that every human being should have is that we do occasionally make mistakes. Yep. They're the only way we can learn and grow. Yep. Yep. Not learning the life lesson, but again, but rather you're choosing to just constantly berate yourself by having these harsh expectations of. The person you should
1: have been. Well, that's right, because it seems such a simple step, but I can tell you from working with clients stop saying I feel guilty, own it, I am guilty. Then I will say, if I was working with you, okay, what are you guilty of? Now I can tell you the majority of my clients then go into a silence because now they're looking. Because they're so connected to the feeling of shame, guilt, all the words you said. That's why I don't like these words, because they confuse your thinking. And that's what the human-centered mind and the inner child likes, because you're confused. So when you press down and I say to my clients, so what are you guilty of? What can I say? Well, I'm guilty of making a mistake. Okay. So you shouldn't make mistakes and they go quiet again well i do make some mis- we all make mistakes yes but this mistake really hurts somebody mm-hmm. well i'm sorry most mistakes will hurt someone else so it's your responsibility to go to that person that you hurt and to say i'm sorry that my mistake affected you but what is more important is to find out why the justification, the excuses you gave to yourself for coming to that decision, making that choice. Mm -hmm. And again, you see, when we do the Wu Wei wisdom, we go down the golden thread, it will always come to making a choice. And again, here's what I hear from my clients. Oh, well, it's a habit. No, no, no. A habit is just a choice set on default. Oh, it's my subconscious mind. I'm sorry, your subconscious mind is over 90% of your mind. You have to, what I call, own it. You have to take responsibility. Because if you don't own it, and this is acceptance, then it's very difficult for you to change it. Because it's not yours to change. You're the victim. Instead of saying, hands up. I really messed up there. Let's understand why I messed up. Let's try my best to put it right to the people I messed up with. You may not, they may not accept it. And again, you have to accept that. You may have overstepped the mark and they will not accept it and it's broke or lost a relationship. You have to accept that because you can't make them accept it. And you beating yourself up, you punishing yourself and that's why the word guilty is, is so important, Alex. Because I often say to my clients, "You are guilty of that, of making that mistake." That mistake. Now, what is your sentence? And they go, "Well, what, what do you mean?" Well, you're punishing yourself, aren't you? Yes. Well, how long do you punish yourself for? And one client said, "Well, it's a life sentence." Well, what difference is that going to make to mm-hmm. that incident? You punishing yourself yeah, for the rest that's of true. your life. It's not going to change that mistake.
0: And and that that's really true because somehow, I guess, our human-centered mind, our ego convinces ourselves, well, it, us, if, if I punish myself through wallowing, through recreating, through torturing myself with these red-light feelings of regret, shame, and guilt, if I just constantly do this, then somehow that will right the wrong. Somehow I deserve this. But it's a it's a complete misunderstanding. The the shen way, the spiritual way, the the higher self way is to reflect on what you've done. Learn the lesson. Learn the lesson. If you're able to go and speak to the people who are affected, take emotional self-responsibility for facing up to that challenge because it won't be easy, as you said, it might be a very uncomfortable. And almost facing up to their reactions because they may not want to hear you, they may not want to speak to you. That's that's the Shen way. That's the authentic self way: is to take to learn the lesson and take self responsibility.
1: You know, one one of the most inspirational speakers that I ever heard was an ex drug addict who now works with children, and I watched them speaking to a group of about twenty young. I think they were between 12 and 14-year-old children. And what he was saying is, I've been there. I know what you're going through. And he went through his process. And it was so... Even thinking about it, now it makes me tingle. It was so powerful because it was so true. But the thing, my takeaway from that is, he didn't wallow in being a drug addict for 10 years and going, oh, it was so... He learned his lesson... And he's then happy to pass the lesson on. We can't make people learn the lesson, but now he's learned the lesson. He's not wallowing in poor me. It wasn't me. It was my parents. It was a school. I mean, his story is very compelling about his journey into taking drugs. But he's learned the lesson, and now he's repeating the lesson. And that's the meaning of this life lesson. It's no good keep beating yourself up. It's no good putting yourself on the carousel of despair. It's no good having a life sentence because nothing's going to change. It's a, it's a difficult pill to swallow, yeah. Alex, to say, I was wrong. I really messed up there. I really did. And then to sit back and say, right, well, I am not an evil person. I'm not a bad person there was a set of thought processes and circumstances that led to me making those decisions. Because if I don't learn that, this is a life lesson, guess what's going to happen again? The same thing is going to happen again. Yeah,
0: and I think there's a big teaching there, David, in what you've just said about making a mistake, you know, doing something in your past that may have been extremely wrong or inappropriate doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means the actions, your thoughts, your judgments, your decisions at the time were inauthentic, weren't appropriate, did hurt other people. But it's it's the it's not about you as a person. It's about what what you did, and, and making that separation is so important because the Shen knows our authentic self, our higher self knows that we are a divine spiritual being, no matter what we do on our life journey, it doesn't affect that authentic, beautiful essence of who we are. And to almost tell ourselves anything different, to tell ourselves that we're bad person, that we're evil, that we're soiled, that we're not worthy or not deserving, um, is almost a crime in itself, really.
1: Well, I well, I well, I would say, in my experience, it's a bigger crime. You're 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 creating, you're you're making a misjudgment, making a mistake, and then you're going on to create an even bigger crime and mistake. So you're not learning the lesson. And this is why we call this series life lessons. And don't, I'm not saying these life lessons are are easy. They're very challenging to get your head around it. But you've got to stop this continuation because carrying on doing the same thing, what benefit does that give you? It only, (laughs) it only exacerbates what's going on. And you living your life in these extreme red light feelings, Is only more likely that you're going to make more and different mistakes because you're not connected to your show.
0: Well, that's what I was going to say, David, because there must be a payoff or a benefit. The human-centered mind, the ego or our inner child must perceive that there is a benefit or a good reason to keep re-experiencing, to keep ruminating. So rather than going back, reflecting, taking the life lesson and moving on, Our human-centred mind wants to keep us stuck on this carousel of rethinking about it, ruminating on it, torturing ourselves. So what does it believe is the payoff for doing that?
1: The payoff is a very strong payoff because it means you don't take responsibility. Okay. The payoff is when things go wrong in your life, you can quickly and easily bang say, there you are. Look, I'm, I'm a bad person. And you there are you awesome are. Video. I'll never get nothing right. There you are as everything I do goes wrong. There you are. And this is the carousel of despair. Yeah. And this is what I get with a lot of people. And when, when I say, you know, bad person, tell me why you're a bad person. They tell me that they did a thing and I go, yes, that wasn't a good thing that you did. And then they go on and they reinforce. Remember, we've talked about the results, the outcome, thinking you're a bad person, then results in you doing bad thing. Then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Then you can feel sorry for yourself. Then you can go down and down and down. And so, as in a way, the human-centered mind and the inner child, that becomes familiar, that becomes the way that they're going, and that is your life journey. This is why the life lesson has not been learned. And you're now, instead of living to your higher, truer self, following your Shen spirit, using your Shen as a compass... Your human centered mind and in, inner child is in control, and they have this self fulfilling prophecy yeah. that nothing's ever going, everything is a, a disaster, everything never works out right for you. There you are, there's more proof, there's more proof, there's more yeah. proof. Remember the human centered mind and the inner child is not there for you to prosper and expand and be the greatest you can be. It's trying to keep you emotionally safe and keeping you locked in this prison of self doubt keeps you emotionally safe.
0: And that for me, this kind of vision has come, visualization has just come to me. It's like the human centered mind or the ego wants to keep you in this dark place. So. I know for many people who have done things in, in their past that they're not proud of and they can't kind of resolve it and move on, when they experience happy times in their life now, that's when the human-centered mind will jump in and say, you don't deserve to be happy because remember what you did and it and it and it wants to drag you back to that dark place and what so i guess what we need to do is say basically as you say stop it and connect to our share rather than constantly listening to the human of mind and keeping us on this familiar self-torturing path where we believe we need to constantly berate ourselves we need to follow the shem path of self-responsibility and taking the life lesson
1: you know do you know alex a lot of the stuff that we talk about this is something that you can do for yourself but i think this that we're talking about here is sometimes you do need professional help because it means going to some really dark places really difficult places and to admit that you're not perfect, that you have made mistakes and those mistakes may have hurt someone else is a really challenging spiritual journey that yeah. you have to go on. But the, the outcome of that is a release, release for you to move on and start to be inspirational to others and to show that people can change your Are not the victim of what you did 20, 30, 40 years ago, unless you want to be the victim. And this is so important. Do not be trapped. So if it's, if you're the, if you are the receiver of the mistake, then that doesn't define you. Same way. If you know that something happened to you and the person was not acting authentically or truthfully, this doesn't define you. It defines them. Yeah. Very important, so it's, this is the spirit the Shen contract again, the third one self and emotional self responsibility, personal and emotional self responsibility so important that we as human beings i 'm sorry, I wish I could sit here and say, "No, no, there are only a handful of people that make these terrible mistakes, and they are." subculture that you know we we shouldn't you know there's something wrong with them where the fact is every Mm. human being has and will make a mistake yeah
0: and I think that acknowledgement that nobody is perfect we're not perfect other people aren't perfect I think if we can fully grasp that 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 will allow us to release the past issues David, what I want to ask you about is, you know, you talked about going back and speaking to the people who are affected. What if we can't go back and speak to them because they're no longer with us or we can't get contact with them? Or if we do go back and speak to them, they don't want to know. They're holding on to Mm -hmm. the hurt of what you did to them. They are still angry. They're still frustrated. They still won't accept what you've got to say. And it's almost like for some people, they they need that forgiveness from the other person, that acceptance for the other person to say, I understand it's okay, before they can move on. How do we square that circle or what's going wrong with that equation? Well,
1: <clears throat> well again, you're putting your power onto someone else to say that I need them to release me. Mm-hmm. But you have locked yourself in your prison. It's only you that can release you, and you're absolutely right. And I would say part of the life lesson is to respect the people that you've hurt. And if they do not want to speak to you, make up to you, listen to you, then part of your loving acceptance is to accept that Mm. as well.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's simple. And and,
1: and you can't make someone do what you want to do, because that may be with a life lesson that you needed to learn. Because, and they have a perfect right to tell you to go and take one. And you respect that mm-hmm. because that's part of the journey. But it's still what we're talking about is how do you deal with yourself? And dealing with yourself is understanding that other people are respecting their decisions in their life. You may not agree with them, but they didn't agree with you. And so this is the mutual acceptance and respect. To, e- to each other this is what in the shen contract called integrity having the integrity to say okay i accept that and we will never be able to discuss this but then it's about you finding your balance your way in what you've done and have you learned the lesson that to me is the most important thing have you really learned the lesson once you've learned the lesson to the best of my knowledge it will never come back again and you will be able to move uh, to move on instead of beating yourself up you can Flip that over to start doing good.
0: Mm, and use it to inspire you. A Absolutely. bit like the example you used, the, the guy who was a drug addict. Mm-hmm. He's kind of turned it into the positive. Absolutely. And I think this thing, acceptance of, you know, we've said accepting your life journey, your patterns of ups and downs, your learning and growth, your mistakes and errors and learning from them. In the same way we have to respect that for ourselves, we have to respect it for Absolutely. other people. So if, if it's not part of their life journey at the moment to accept your apology or to want to talk to you, you have to respect that that's their life journey and their learning too.
1: Absolutely. No, I I think it's so important. And if in months, years, decades later they do want to speak to you, then part of your life journey would be then mm. to go and speak go and speak to them. In, in the UK now, we're having a, a scheme, which I think is a very good scheme, where um if uh, the criminal has to go and speak to the person that suffered, and I think that's a very good technique if both people want to do it, mm-hmm. because it allows you to see that, you know, we are all human and we do make mistakes. I wish we didn't. I know you're sitting there saying, well, it shouldn't be this way, David. It wouldn't it be better if we lived in a universe where nobody made a mistake, mm-hmm. would it? <laughs> really yeah i don't know and who judges what our mistakes are this is why i don't like the word you know i was a bit and when we started off with this using words like mistake and wrong and all of that because even that's judgmental but when i was listening to you i thought well we've got to use some words yeah but this is who we are as human beings that's the message we are you know we are that person as a as a human being we will do something that we look back on and think, oh, my goodness, why did I do that? Mm. Why did I make that decision? And then the key, the life lesson is, now we'll sit down. I did make that position. There's the owning it. Now, let me look at why I actually took, made that decision. And don't say, oh, I don't know. That's, that's mm. just blocking you off. I made that decision because this, 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 and this. And it will normally be based on emotions, normally be based on emotions.
0: I think, David... The final thing I want to ask and again this is related to the human centered mind is about our expectations of a resolution the human centered mind or the ego is ideally looking for some kind of golden resolution where everything now is okay everything is wonderful everyone uh says i forgive you everyone um says oh it wasn't a problem that we don't have any kind of internal effort or internal wranglings or internal challenges that we have to deal with in order to process what we did. The human-centered mind wants it almost like a complete ease, a complete release it wants to completely absolve itself of anything to do with it, but is that ever realistic that we can achieve that?
1: Well, that's what we call in our model utopian or yeah. Disney world. That's what that's what the human centered and the inner child wants. This wonderful Disney world. Uh, As you and I know, this is difficult because you have to admit that no one's perfect, and then you go, "Oh my God, I don't want to live in a world where no (laughs) one's perfect."
0: I want to be perfect. I want
1: to be perfect. I want to live in utopia. I want it when I want
0: everyone to love me and respect me, and
1: everybody, when they say something to me, I know without a doubt for the rest of their lives they're going to deliver, and everything is going to be wonderful, and going to be assured, and I'm going to know the outcomes. See, this is all the human-centered mind. And the in and the inner child. I want known outcomes. And this is why these are spiritual teachings, because we live in the unknown. We live. No one can ever look in your I can't say to you, I've learned that lesson. I'll definitely never do it again. Because I couldn't be sure. I am absolutely aware of the of the mistakes I made. And if I'm getting anywhere near close to that, I'm gonna be the bells are going to be ringing like billy and i'm going to try my best not but if you said to me can you can you give me 100 million percent i can't because cuz i'm a human being and and i can't do that now do Is that is that the world we want to live in? But I would say that is the reality Mm. of the world that we do live in. We do live in that world. It's not perfect. It is liable to change. People that we thought we could rely on suddenly do a flip and we can't rely on them. And and that is very uneasy.
0: And sometimes we flip out of balance. We flip out of balance. And we have to accept that. But I think, David, this is the difference between seeking forgiveness, which almost... Whether it's self-forgiveness or forgiveness for other people, often that is a very weighted term. It's a very egocentric, human-centered, mind-driven term because it implies a, a like a, a full one hundred percent, crisp, clear resolution, neat and tidy, and packaged and boxed off and forgotten about. Whereas for me, the word acceptance is a is a little bit more gritty. It's a little bit more grounded in reality. That you know what it can be hard to just accept that we did what we did it can be hard sometimes to accept that someone is not going to say oh well that was okay and and living with that reality that there are there is no necessary perfect re- resolution in terms of what our ego or human centered mind wants that acceptance is a little bit more gritty but it's it's it gives you, for me, it gives you a lasting uh, sense of resolution, a lasting sense of inner peace. Because I think seeking ultimate forgiveness, ultimately everything tied off neatly, is never going to happen. There's no, there's never a neat resolution that we're striving for.
1: Thanks, thanks. Uh, that was that, that was interesting. As a Taoist, I, I, I would see it slightly different. I see the problem with forgiveness. This is why I don't like to use the word Mm. forgiveness, and I prefer acceptance. Mm. The problem that I see with the word forgiveness is it's hierarchical. Mm. Who am I to forgive you? It's almost like saying, well, I would have never made that mistake. Can I really say Mm. that? Can I really say, well, I forgive you? It's like almost like I'm I'm over you, and I see all poo you. Well, I see you, man, and I forgive you now. And that's why I prefer the word accept. I accept what you've done. I don't agree with it. Mm -hmm. See, this is the difference. I'm not agreeing with it. I never will agree with it. But I accept that in that instance, with that circumstances, you made that judgment. I accept that. That is what you did. That doesn't define you. This is the big difference about beating yourself up because you become almost a mirror of the mistake that you made if you keep on being. When you beat yourself up, when my clients have been beating themselves up for years, I know that they haven't learned the lesson. And some of them don't want to learn the lesson, as we said earlier. Because, and they won't admit this, and I'm sure if you're listening to this, I think we're going to get more negative feedback on this video than anyone we've done. Because this is so hard to accept that as human beings, there is no one per, no one perfect, and we're all make mistakes, and we're all liable to make to make mistakes, and that's very difficult to to accept. But <clears throat> what my clients would do is to keep on beating themselves up and making the same mistakes and repeating the mistake they made to themselves, to yeah. almost think that that's going to
0: right the wrong. Right the wrong. Yeah, yeah.
1: You can't write the wrong. If you've made a mistake and you know it's wrong, it's wrong. All you can do is accept it. And as Alex says, if the person won't won't accept that, then you have to mm-hmm. learn the lesson and respect the person's mm-hmm. ability not to accept it. And
0: through then, David, this level of acceptance for what you did, through learning the life lesson, through a practice of emotional self-discipline, but also compassion for yourself, you know, not labeling yourself as a bad person, not saying that you need to torture yourself all the time. This is the most spiritual thing you can do for yourself now and going forward, and and if nothing else that's the way that you can now be living in spirit being inspiring for yourself and other people so moving on from the past looking to the future of how how you can be that authentic person that that you really are
1: do you know do you know uh, in 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 the UK we we have a saying poacher turned gamekeeper and you know who i would prefer to listen to is not somebody who says, well, I am a guru. I am perfect. I've always got everything right. I am slightly superior to you, and I'm going to tell you how to live your life. If somebody said that to me, my goodness, my Shen would not trust that person at all. I'd much prefer to speak to a person to say, I too have made mistakes. These are the lessons that I learned. They may not apply to you, but I can show you the process of learning those lessons. I would much, if I'm looking for to, I don't know, secure my house. I'd much prefer to listen to a burglar who has changed because he knows how people get into houses than to somebody who's never doesn't know anything about it. And so for me, this is the understanding that we're all in this together. Yeah. Yeah. We are not superior to you. We are not sitting here and say, oh, we're some kind of superior gurus who've got everything sorted. We're in there with you learning with our sleeves rolled up that's why in every video, we're asking you, make comments, have a conversation. As in our Facebook community, we encourage conversations. We're not saying that somebody's right or wrong or somebody knows better than somebody else. Yeah. We're all there to learn because we're all individuals. We are all unique and we're all on our own journey. And that's why we call these Life Lessons. So if you've got a lesson to give to me, I, I'm honored to listen to, if you write back to me and say, David, I think you're wrong on this one. Great. Tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me what, what it is I'm misunderstanding. Tell me why it's better to make somebody pay. Tell me why it's better to live and to lock yourself in a prison of torture for the rest of your life. Tell me how that's going to change any and anything. Surely it's better to learn the lesson. And then, as Alex says, become inspirational. Mm-hmm. So other people like my drug addict showing people he, when I listen to him, because I've never been telling me how when I was brought up, drugs wasn't a big thing. How people say to him, Oh, come and try this. Oh, it's just a little, oh, it'll just get you through the exam. I've never heard that. But he was telling these children what they were going to experience. Mm-hmm. Now, he couldn't say, You can't take it. But he was saying, this is what's going to happen, and this is what it leads to. And he had wonderful slides of him in the gutter in the hospital, and he showed us his arms of all the marks, and my goodness, that was so inspirational that this person had, had say, I've been there and I've come through it and I'm not wallowing in self-pity. I'm trying to teach you that you do not have to follow in my footsteps.
0: Mm. And that's the difference between the beating yourself up, the self-judgment, the self-criticism, all the negative self-talk, the wanting to stay stuck in the feelings of regret, shame and guilt. And using, looking back, reflecting, taking a life lesson and using it as a springboard for something positive in your life now and your future, that's that's really what we're talking about.
1: It is, and taking responsibility for that. You can't make other people do it. That's that's their job. Like you can't make other people um, accept you or or talk to you. It's solely down Mm -hmm. to you. It's solely you taking responsibility for your life and thinking about this is... The subject of this video, you will, you have, and you will make mistakes. How do you deal with that? That's fact. You will do that. You won't get things right. How do you deal with that? And I would say deal with that quickly and efficiently and as, and as, and as authentically and spiritually as you possibly can.
0: Thank you, David. Well, I hope you can relate to some of the things if you can relate to some of the things that was we a talked about. One today, it's a yeah, difficult yeah, subject a to difficult talk one. about because there's a lot of mixed emotions and feelings and beliefs involved in this whole issue but if what we've spent some time talking about here has resonated with you please do comment below share your story share your takeaways from this teaching ask us any questions you still have we'd love to hear from you Thank you so much for listening to this week's Wu Wei Wisdom Life Lesson. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and please rate and review us to help us grow. If you'd like to work one-to-one with David, he supports clients all over the world every week via video call. You can learn more about David's consultations, plus our online events, offers and gifts on our website, wuweiwisdom.com. You can also meet and share with us in our private Facebook group, on our YouTube channel, and on Instagram. Search for Wu Wei Wisdom and you'll find us. Until next time, stay happy, healthy, and in your flow.